This is HPR episode 2241 entitled HPR Community News for February 2017 and is part of the series HPR Community News. It is hosted by HPR volunteers and is about 35 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is HPR volunteers talk about shows released and comments posted in February 2017. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. And this is the community news show for the month of February, is it? I do believe so. Joining me tonight is Dave. Hi Dave. Hello. <laughs> and it's wet, it's March, but we're doing February. So, yes, yes. And I'm glad, glad I'm not the only one who's confused. That's good. And for those of you joining for the first time, Hacker Public Radio is a community podcast where the shows are crowdsourced from the community. So if you listen to HPR, feel free to do a show and submit it to us. This we are doing the community news show, which is just stuff that goes on in the community. Dave and I are two of the janitors here at HPR. And the community is basically based on what everybody agrees is the way forward, usually on the mailing list. Would that's not very eloquent, Dave? <laughs> but, it's, uh, yeah. but it's what you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's a community, and therefore everybody has a say. Is basically, isn't it? Pretty much. Okay, so yeah, we're going through February. It seems only. Did we do Chang? I can't even remember doing Chang. Oh yeah, we did before. It was the night before. Uh, I went the night before Fostem, and not a creature <laughs> was moving. <laughs> yes, yes, it, that's right. It was all done in a bit of a rush last time. I think that that was fine. That was fine. Yeah, I had a uh, and then off to Fostem. Oh man, that was that was hectic. That was, and still not recovered from that. Yeah. Yes, it sounded like you were busy. Okay, let's go through the shows. And the idea behind this show is that once a month we will go through and uh, at least give some comment on uh, the sh- feedback on the shows because people are terrible at giving feedback. Uh, always try and give feedback uh, on shows. It's the coolest thing that can happen in your day, if, especially if you like the show. Um, go ahead and give some feedback. At the moment, we're having some website issues, so um, you sent off the show notes, and I changed the links to redirect to archive.org, which I must say was pretty cool. Actually, all the shows are all the shows, and I'm putting an asterisk behind that, which you can fill in later, are also published up to archive.org with the show notes, and it is pretty impressive, actually. Yes, yes, it's quite lucky. We're not completely up to date because. 
I should have been doing the, uh, the the last week's lot today, but unfortunately, we're, as you say, we're having website problems, so I can't. But uh, yeah, most of them are there. And also, uh, having it a little a week or two afterwards is no big deal because sometimes we get um, we get corrections to shows in the first week after they're published. So uh, it saves you having to uh, re-edit the shows in archive.org. Yes. Which is that, always, always part, a good thing. partly why I did it. So it, it, I'm always a week a week behind. But, uh, but, you know, it's just a few days. So I didn't reckon it was a big deal. Yes. So we had uh, the first show was 2218, Cool Stuff Part 5, Curtis Adams wasting, wasting shows by doing three things in the one show. But so long as he keeps them coming, I'm not one to complain. You know me, Dave. <laughs> Curtis Atkins, it was actually. Adkins. Adkins. Anyway, is it? Yes, 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 yes. Um, C prompt is probably easier. Probably handier, yeah. But then do you put the charas at the end? C prompt charat? <laughs> is now that how you pronounce to. that, Dave? <laughs> yeah, the the roof-shaped symbol over the six on the US keyboard. How about that? You know that yes. somebody should do a show about the names of all the characters on the keyboard. That would be pretty awesome. Well, it's interesting, actually, because that's called a carrot, and it's also called a circumflex, depending on, on the context. I'm not sure what, you know, yeah. In French, it's used a lot, and it's called a circumflex or something like that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't so, you didn't fall for my trap there, <laughs> so I'll move on. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that show. No, sorry. Um, yes. Anyway, I liked his. I just wanted to say that I like the reference to Opera Mini, which I haven't yet tried, but I want to. That was uh, that was a useful thing. I like the format of these shows, as I've said before. Yeah, and the uh, font family thing is pretty cool. Actually, it's nice yeah, just to have that, a little. That's yeah, indeed, that's really cool, isn't it? And then just some music recommendations. Always nice. Pretty cool. Oh, yes. Good show. Then we had uh, Reggie um, coming back again with uh, Musting the Musings of a Novice uh, Cable TV Cutter, which you shouldn't do because I work for a cable TV company. But um, <laughs> but it was interesting. It's I brought this up in work, actually, and uh, I had a few people listen to it. As in, here's a, here's a guy who's... Uh, cut the cable but we also do over the top stuff so it's uh, no it's no skin off our nose really yeah yeah i i felt really sorry for the tale he was telling really that uh, it's cable tv deals in the usa sound really dreadful <laughs> in general i i i would hope that ours are not are not like that uh so uh i will i will skip merrily on but i have heard some Pretty horrendous sales tactics. I think in the EU, a lot of this stuff isn't just isn't allowed under false advertising, or maybe the regulation's stronger or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I've given up all that stuff as I've said before, so I don't care. <laughs> I do feel sorry for people who want to want to watch TV and stuff. So the following day, we had HPR two 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 zero taking apart a tablet. And it was such a pity that uh, he couldn't uh, couldn't find the problem, or maybe I've ruined the show now for people. But I was I was uh, had my fingers crossed during the whole thing. I actually <laughs> needed to do something similar here as well. Yeah, yeah. It's his son. It's built something in the in the tablet. Was that that was? It's not really a spoiler after the event, is it? <laughs> no, that's true. But um, then again, maybe people listen to the show to know uh, which ones uh, to listen to. We're not going to be able to do the comments until afterwards, Dave. Normally, we would uh, do well, the comments, are we? Yes. Um, up to you, really. 
Um, well, if you can, if you, probably, if you can keep them in your head, far ahead. Well, yeah. it's it's probably I don't know. It, I've got I've got all the comments in another tab here. Um, oh yeah, here uh, here's the comments. I sent you a list of all the the comments which I pulled out of a copy of the database. Ah, well, can you do all the comments then? Because I don't have access to them yet. Hold on. Okay. Well, there was well, a comment on the on that one, taking apart the mm-hmm. tablet. So if you can read that. Yes, it was Alpha32 who said, oh man, this was a real nail-biter. Nail I really hope you had a grounding bracelet. Thanks for looking inside a tablet and thorough description. So yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, was he going to fix it or not? So yeah, very good. Cool, Dave. Thanks very much. We got the... Uh... We got a nice text file here. Yeah, I, I did this as an emergency some time ago, and we've never had to use it. But, uh, okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, okay. So the following day was HBR Community News, and Brian commented to say, sorry, I'll make a point of having better show notes. I was on audio. Any audio is better to know audio. Uh, the show should have been a month out if ever, if I prepared or researched. I apologize for the inconvenience for those who needed them. And I'll uh, I'll just comment reply back on that. This was about the um, this is about the his show. We were mentioning this. Uh, his show was about the pottery, and basically, um, yes, <laughs> uh, my own catchphrase: "Any show is better than no show," is uh, is very apt there. And I couldn't believe for one second that he did that show unscripted without show notes. Yeah, I know it's it. I'm sure it did actually, but uh, but it, uh, it it it's it's a very 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 detailed subject, and he he really covered a lot. He of just, yeah, but I, I would have thought like if you're the way he was going going through it so systematically, I thought, oh, he obviously has to have, be working off a list. He can't be just this can't be coming out of one person's head without like a a a, a um, hogo post-it notes sticking around the place. So I am now extremely, extremely impressed with uh, with Brian there. Well done, yes. him. <laughs> Absolutely. I should say that uh, when we were talking about this last the last episode, the last community news, I said I would add some of the uh, Wikipedia links that I'd been yeah, looking yeah. at while I was saying I did that. I did that. Although you can't see it at the moment, but. Uh, um, they they are added to the oh that's a good point I haven't been updated on um, archive.org so that's that's something oh, to do the the reign of fail Dave continues it's hard to get good help nowadays folks <laughs> I'll leave it to you then Ken that's all right so let's just skip through all the FOSTEM talks and just deal with them so we had one two three four five six six FOSTEM episodes. In total, something like eight and a half hours of uh, of talks. Given the thing was only open for, <laughs> I was only there for what twelve hours in total. That wasn't that was pretty efficient this year. Yeah, you really seem to to blitz through it all. I have to say, and it was it was really really interesting stuff. Um, it's that uh, it, I made a few notes. It was just a few things that stood out to me. It was just my own personal interest. I particularly like listening to Jonathan Riddell, having just recently um, put uh, KDE Neon on the laptop we're using today, and really enjoying it so far. A few things crash, but uh, on the whole, pretty damn good. And that laptop uh, looks uh, pretty nice, actually. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I was fascinated that Nextcloud and OwnCloud were were they down the corridor from one another? They were uh, far enough away that you couldn't throw stuff. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just struck me as amusing. <laughs> and the other thing, things I noted were Tiki Wiki sounded a lot nicer than I've heard before. The interview made it sound like something I really want to get into. And yeah, the yeah. the Turris Omnia router. Oh, that's such a cool device. sounded so brilliant. I wanted to go and see them. If I'd made it to Bosom, I would have been there at the, at the stand. But, yeah, it sounded really good from, from what, what I was hearing in the interview there. It just looked so clean. And, they, you know, the, the, these guys have obviously been thinking a lot. A lot of uh, very bright minds, but also looked very clean and it was um seemed that they had a lot of real world expertise from people put into it yeah it's it's a little expensive but uh, it's probably worth it given that uh, the yeah. rate of me buying routers and them failing or you know something nasty happened to them is it's been quite high so i'm sure i've spent that that amount and more than once since since i've been um, yeah. using adsl so very the, tempted to go for one the terry pratchett um economy of the boot what was that yeah he, uh, <laughs> he has this theory that poor people uh spend more money on you buy a cheap pair of boots whereas uh rich people will buy a um have the money to buy a very good pair of boots that they can continue to repair and pass them on from generation to generation. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, it's, it's similar to that, yeah. Yeah, but uh, there was a lot of uh, lot of interesting talks this year. And um, I did, uh, we, I ended up um, doing the posters and uh, things for the, for the stands, which meant that um, a lot of the work afterwards in getting the um, logos and things was scriptable so the following day wasn't wasn't so bad but i had i had ended up going down on the friday and going in on the friday to the stands as well so uh, it was did, it was did different. You, we missed you, you terribly dave to be honest <laughs> yeah i was sad i couldn't come but i had uh, jwp was there we had a we had a good laugh um my good. my nephew was there as well but i basically didn't see him okay you having a good time yeah 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 Bye. And <laughs> going to the internet and things, thing, and he's gone. You know, so uh, yeah, well, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So yeah, yeah, the internet thing sounded as if there was a fair bit going on there, which is interesting. And I heard mention of MQTT, which I've played with a little bit, which is good. I didn't uh, get to see any of the talks as yet. No, no. Looks like all of the videos, um, well, a good proportion of them came out this this year. Yeah. Years, they, they, they've been a bit flaky, but from what I've seen, quite a lot. I did actually watch a few sessions in real time um, and was getting really good uh, streaming from, from the, the sessions too, which is, again, a, a breakthrough. Yeah. They, um, we also put the talks, our talks, up on the webs- on the Fostam website. So they, uh, un- the unbranded uh, WAV files or FLAC files are up there as well which is pretty nice excellent excellent so um there was one comment on uh fostem hitch building hallway track and that was from be easy i wanted to leave one comment for this series thank you very much for these episodes they were pleasant to listen listen to i wish i could have attended it makes me want to record at least one episode from scale which i will be attending owes me a show dave (laughs) oh you said it yes yes absolutely (laughs) if you say it you owe me a show Okay, and then we had a whole series of talks from Clinton Roy. Uh, actually, I, I wouldn't call them talks. I would call them 
conversations was a better description. And uh, I was, I had the feeling that I was, you know, uh, as he was doing these interviews, he was in the coffee bar and I was just uh, with my chair, with my back to them. You know what I mean? Uh, in between the two of them, uh, whoever he happened to be in, in, interviewing. Very, very, very cool. It's it was a nice way of doing doing a, a series of, of uh, interviews. I thought it just just nice relaxed chat about all sorts of interesting stuff and, and some interesting people. So, and he is very on. involved with the with the Linux Conf as well. So you know sometimes some of the information was coming from him, sometimes it was coming from the guests. So uh, very very high level of access that we got to the to the whole organization very impressed yes yes i as i was listening i wasn't sure whether this was a room full of people in suits or whether it was a bunch of really relaxed laid-back people relaxed laid-back people they're all australian absolutely absolutely i know with their knives and you know Yeah, yeah, with the yeah stereotypes and the and the hat <laughs> with the with the corks and stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's just like crocodile Dundee. <laughs> well, I, I went and looked at the site, and uh, it, it looked as if it was all very. Oh, and there were there's quite a lot of videos too that you can check yeah, out, yeah. and it does look like swap people in uh, t-shirts and. And shorts and jeans and stuff doing doing stuff it looks like like a linux conference yeah and um clinton roy said um uh comment one guido uh sorry was guido replied great to hear about the big picture as someone who put on an open source conference in boston i find it hard to get the feel of where the community is locally i really enjoyed this interview and discussions about how to engage organizers with tools for conferences Yes, it was interesting that they have refined the, um, the sort of conference software quite considerably. I'd like to hear more about what that what that does and so forth. But uh, yeah, it, it sounded pretty impressive. And <clears throat> Kevin O'Brien says, great interviews. I just finished listening to them today and they were great. I hope you can do more in the future. Yep, so do I. Indeed. So that was uh, that. Then we had hoarding raspberry pies by Be Easy, and that was that was actually kind of cool because I've got exactly the same rack here and in work. I got three of those racks because uh, I want to do something for work as well. So uh, they're a great way to store um, pies. In fact, I went out and got um, some of those uh, little um, you know pillars. So yes, to yes. make these myself for my um, data center in a in a in a cellar downstairs. Yeah, I I had tried to source these racks personally um, a while back, and there weren't many available at that time. I think it's probably better now, but uh, yeah, you can get all the the standoffs in nylon or brass or whatever. Um, so yeah, I was actually toying with making a design and getting it cut in the, the maker maker place in in town but i haven't done anything about it yet you have a maker place in town yeah yeah there's the edinburgh edinburgh make lab and you haven't like. done any interviews from there you haven't gone down there dave and <laughs> i haven't been there conscripted people <laughs> into the sorry we're not allowed to use the word conscript <laughs> encourage volunteers to help out with hpr <laughs> i know i keep meaning to do conscription this, is it all bad <laughs> anyway so. 
Sigflub uh, says, right on, very good show. High praise indeed from Sigflub. And Jezra, also high praise. Wonderful. When you mentioned that the Raspberry Pis are general general computer computers, I really resonated with me that they would also be ideal for an always-on computer due to the low power consumption. Absolutely. I have just finally, Dave, finally gotten my... uh, my a raspberry pi here for myself to have the temperature sensor outside and inside which is pretty oh, cool good. yeah I, I want to do that i want to do that yes I'd like to hear about that did i just fall off i fell into my own trap no you did you did <laughs> um yeah it's actually it's actually okay yeah yeah i'll see um and what else yes and i've got a i've got a bitscope micro um uh, DSO, digital oscilloscope, and oh, yeah. I have no clue how to use it. So I can plug it into this thing here. So I've got a small, I've got a, a monitor here, a HDMI monitor, and next to that I've got a cheapy monitor I got at the Goodwill store, um, Queen Local Wrinkle, and a flexible thingy and a flexible uh, keyboard, and then. Right. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to have to do a show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> why did I even go there? Why do I? Why do I even <laughs> talk to you? <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know what it's like the other end, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I, I just, I just uh, took delivery of uh, a Pi Zero W yesterday. I've just been playing. Oh, I didn't. Today. I didn't even. Hear, I just barely heard about them. I've been off the internet so long. Yes, I, I, I just happened to be on various mailing lists and i got a thing that said oh they're pi zero whoa who's selling them where can i buy one so yeah i got one and a little case and stuff it's it's looking pretty good i mean basically it's it's like the pi a cut down version of the pi 3 it's got the same wireless and bluetooth hardware in it but uh, it's it'll be really good for making small devices to uh, you know do to your weather station that type of thing you know should be able to run uh, run it off a lithium ion uh, lithium ion battery quite well, I would have thought. Oh wow! And those are available in from plenty of places now. So pretty yeah, cool. So it's the same form factor as the uh, zero, is it? Yes, the, the the boards rearranged so some of the cases that fit very, really tightly don't don't quite fit, but all of the uh, yeah. connectors in the same place. I just realized all my cases for the uh, don't work with the Pi 2 or the Pi 3 now, which is a bit this of a, is a problem. But they are. But anyway, yes. that's life. That's life, Jim. Shall we go through some of the other show notes, the comments that we had? For yes. example, um, how awesome is GNU Linux? Why it will take over the world by Clacky? Geeks. That was Geeks, no. by the way. G-U-I-X. Oh, geeks. geeks. Yeah. Pronounced Geeks. Oh, okay, you do this one then. Uh, like it says video i did i did record a presentation using those slides in february so i guess i won't record a show the video is here and he gives a link to the the um, video it was in hong kong and he did a did a dear, talk about geeks dear, dear. and uh, the latest community news suggested though that my everyday package operations comment deserved an episode so i may record that there we got him on the hook for one dave conscripts <laughs> Step forward. And on the episode Makers on YouTube by Dave Morris. Uh, I think Jim... we, we read that one last time, actually. Okay, fair um, enough. I think, yeah, 
Because when did we record? Right last up time? To, right up on the last day on the yeah. second. Yeah, I've forgotten. Yeah, so it was. That's why that that one had come through then. So and so had the next one on uh, mini two two one two. Yeah. Okay, clay body by Brian. Can I read that, Dave? Brian you says, could, yeah. <laughs> clarification. Uh, I want to impress the image of clay particles and their memory, but it caused me to simply both deform, caused me to simplify both the formation of the clay and the aging of the clay quite a bit. The more important mechanism is the chemical uh, decomposition regarding both mold, algae, beer, etc. Can be very good for the aging process and the mountain is more decomposed chemically than the ground to dust i had not appreciated that he's saying that you know quite a lot of clay the substance you find that's referred to as clay is in riverbeds because it's sort of grand dan stuff apparently ah. grand dan stuff but the the argument is that uh the best materials or the, the best composition of the stuff is due to chemical decomposition of the rock rather than a physical um, break breakdown. So that, and if you read the Wikipedia articles, it does give some quite useful insights into that as well. I didn't know that. Interesting. Very, very much so. Okay, working AO Alpha Oscar 85 with my son by Christopher N. Hobbs. Michael uh miri from our uh hosts our conscripts <laughs> i'm gonna have to stop using that word really um i like it though i just conscripted you into hbr hello christopher you were wondering why the doppler shift was on the transmit side of the ao85 satellite well there is always a doppler shift on the uplink and downlink frequencies up and down are separated by using different frequency bands on two meters that's vhf uh 145 megahertz and on 70 centimeters, that's UHF, 435 megahertz. As Doppler, oh, note, I really wish a lot more people would do what he just did there, putting in brackets what two meters and 70 centimeters are. Anyway, by the way, as Doppler shift scales with frequency, it is obvious that the effect is thrice as severe on the 70 centimeter frequency as opposed to the two meter. AMSAT Oscar 85. AO85 has a UV transponder, which means the transmit directions towards the satellite is on UHF and thus experiences a greater Doppler shift. Some other satellites have VU transponders, where the bigger shift effect will be seen on the output of the satellite. Another entry for the list of things to explain in a separate show or an amateur roundtable is, what is this Doppler shift all about? great suggestion the best way to demonstrate it would probably be a recording of the telegraphy te uh, telemetry beacon many of the birds have when uh, sorry i'll do that again probably the best way to demonstrate this would be the recording of the telemetry uh, telegraphy telemetry beacon many of the birds have satellites where you can easily hear the pitch of the tone changing while the satellite passes by the way I was not even aware that there was an AO85. I have to keep more updated on this, my face. Regards, Michael. Oh, yes, powerful stuff. I'd like to know about Doppler shift. We are <clears throat> finally starting to get the old Elmers out of the wood here, get them recording, pull them away from their uh, their shacks and get them recording HPR shows. <laughs> 
Although they, uh, they, 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 the first um, ham radio one hasn't been released on the live feed as yet. Oh, we missed a we missed a podcast by the way, and that is hoarding. Uh, sort of hoarding raspberry pies, and after that is "Do You Care" by Curtis Adam by Curtis Adkins. C prompt circumflex, and this was a show about where he apparently has a problem when people say "I couldn't care less" or "I could care less." Now. I have spoken to him before about this I could care less thing. And I think he's absolutely wrong in his statement. I think you're trying to generate a show here, aren't you, Ken? Is that, is that, sounds like the show generator coming on <laughs> the now. Show, no, actually, I, <laughs> I've already spoken to him on IRC about this. Because if you do care about... Right. And the thing is, I could care less about this topic. To me, means I could care less, but I'm, I'm, I have no interest in caring in... in putting in the effort i couldn't care less can never be dave it, it simply cannot be he drew a line from zero to 100 right so by definition if you're alive if the universe hasn't ended there is still always the faint possibility that you can care less you know what i mean dave i could try i could try to care less about this topic but there is always the possibility that something will change that yes i my my great uncle was in actual fact interested in this topic but now he has passed away, so therefore I now even care less than I did earlier. You know what I mean? So the whole statement to me uh, is, is is erroneous. It it can't possibly exist. It's a fallacy. It's a lie. You should you should a- anytime you hear somebody saying I couldn't care less means that they the 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 the, the are incapable of. <laughs> So, okay, I can't even go there. I'm going to stop right now. Uh, that's it. Yes. Well, number one, it sounds like you you, you must have done a philosophy degree along the side engineering. <laughs> just, I just spend a lot of time in Irish bars. <laughs> that's pretty much and what happened. Secondly, you seem to be in the school of it goes up to eleven and it goes down below zero. <laughs> no, no, I do actually believe that in a binary world, you you will never get down to zero. It's like. It's like uh, when you go into the physics experiments and they go, in. Um, let's assume you know there's zero friction and you're working in a vacuum chamber. But 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 what you're telling me will never occur. It's just a rough approximation. This could never <laughs> yes, occur. Yes, that always yes. bothered me. But 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 there is an absolute zero. So you know, I think there could be an absolute zero in the in the caring scale. <laughs> Well, yes, Kel- we, we we as humans cannot operate on absolute zero. So if if there is, you bite. You prove my point, Dave. You prove my point. Take a thermometer, stick it in your mouth, and that's how much you care. Even without trying to care, there's still the potential <laughs> that you're going to lose some careness. Yes, 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 yes. It's. Uh, I, I see where you're going there. It was. It uh, was at this point it's... that Curtis threw his uh, MP3 og player at the at the wall <laughs> in disgust. <laughs> Yes, yes. However, yes. I, I really I think... couldn't care less about this. Oh <laughs> uh, <sighs> yes, yes, yes. I, I think think probably we should change this expression or both of those expressions and uh, go for absolute zero in the caring scale. Yes. Uh, how far? How far are you on the absolute uh, zero on the caring scale? But to me, when people say I could care less, I always add in in my head, I could care less, but I don't. I'm not motivated enough. I don't care enough to do it. I don't care enough to do it. You know, that that's really what I get from it, which is I, I will admit, you know, fifty percent incorrect because you're you're not saying the statement. You're not completing your sentence. Whereas 
I couldn't care less. It's just a lie. People are lying to you, Dave, and, and I, I can't be dealing with that. I think it's a figure of speech, though, <laughs> rather than <laughs> being an absolute scale. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm going too deep into this. Oh, I have to live with myself every day, Dave. Now we have a problem because we have no, um, we have no uh, idea what happened in the mailing list. I yeah, that is that is a problem, I'm afraid. Yes, I, I haven't managed to come up with a solution to that one. In the days when we had Gmail, we could have run over there and looked at it. But Gmain, I could, I, I could, away. I suppose, go back and type HPR into my archive and uh, find out what was going on on the mailing list. Uh, how do you post a show under various hosts? And that's a good question, actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the answer is uh, you email <laughs> admin at Hacker Public Radio and you tell us that you posted the show. Usually we know um, if it's coming in that it will be from it's who it's from. So it's usually not a problem. If you put it in the if you put a, something in the in the host field, just say please post this under your own host profile. Please post a, this as as Hacker Pub, as what various artists or whatever. Yeah. And yep. the first installment of the Amateur Roundtable was posted due to reservations with FOSTEM and Linux Compte U. Show will not air until the 3rd of March. We'll probably want to wait until after that to do another roundtable to gather additional comments and questions from interested parties. Absolutely. Um, Bob Yunkman said, Hi all, I finally uploaded a show. I left out some details. Is there a way to edit it after it airs? Also, uh, I added the show notes in plain text. Uh, should you use another format? And you replied, welcome on board. Um, we don't offer a way to edit stuff. And there's, I've been thinking about that, Dave. And I think, yeah, when you post your show, it's, your show is posted. It's in the ether. And that's it, I'm afraid. What's said yeah. is said. That said, we have edited... Uh, show notes on a regular basis so yes yes it's uh it's just the, the thing of being able to to go and edit it yourself like a sort of cms or something would be would be nice but well would it because lot, then people could go work. back and change stuff and it's not what was valid on the day mm-hmm. sure sure but you you'd need yeah the way you do that in the cms is you have an approval process so Somebody upstream says, "Oh no, you're not saying that," and uh, doesn't let it through, and so forth. Yeah, there is, there is, and that's what the that was the idea behind the PGP key thing. That if you had the um, if you had signed your host, uh, your host key is available, and that we could validate it some way that you would be able to edit it uh, automatically. But that's uh, that's on a list of things to do. We're also having problems with the admin mailing list. We are getting, if you email admin at hackerpublicradio.org, we are getting them, um, and we will reply, uh, depending on your time zone, maybe 12 hours later. But um, but you will get saying this mail user doesn't exist, and we've contacted Josh about this, and he's kind of busy with life at the minute. So um, we will we will see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a sh- it's a shame that it does that because it puts people off a bit. But uh, there you go. It's uh, it's not the end of the world. We do we do get this stuff, and we we pointed out that it's uh, it's just a glitch rather than a, a an out and out failure. So yeah, yeah, good. Okay. <coughs> okay. 
So uh, that was it. We steamed through them because of the um, amalgamation of the HBR stuff or the FOSTEM stuff on the Linux.conf.au. But um, yeah, I have nothing else to say, Dave. Well, me neither, really. It's, <laughs> it's been a lightning past show, really, hasn't it? Cool. Done Make up for the two-hour jobs that we've done in the past. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to sing a song or anything like that. Just oh, we do, time. Dave. We no, do. No, you know no, and no, I. You, no, know, no. you know as well as I do. Join <laughs> us now and share the software. Anyway, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Good night. <laughs> Good night. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.